Mouth Breather. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Holy crap. This is kind of weird. Yeah, it, is, I, it feels a bit awkward. Oh, my God. Who the fuck is that? Hey. Holy shit. There's a new but yet somehow familiar voice. Yeah. So, as if you all didn't uh, previously on Mouth Breather Podcast, uh, Pat is taking a little a little break, a little break break. But uh, never fear, because you're always safe in, in Jimmy Egan's hands. You should be very afraid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, There's no such thing as safety. Not- no. No. Not, not with me. But, like, but like, I like to think I provide. Like, it's like I'm an abusive father, but, like, I still put a roof over your head. You know what I'm saying? What is the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's not... <laughs> That's not an okay thing to say, right off the bat. But we have Melanie Spore. Not Spores. Melanie Spore. God, I hope you fucking know my name. Yeah, right now. that'd be really awkward. Not like you guys, but like Jimmy really should. I mean, we cohabitate at this yes, point. Yes, we do. So. so you're technically the second roommate I've ever interviewed. Not so here's the thing. It's more than an interview. Melanie is gonna be helping me co-host. Until further notice, until until like dad comes back with like the cigarettes, the same abusive father that provides a house or a roof over my head, you know? So. Uh, no, that doesn't. You're in that situation. You were so the abusive father. Oh, okay. So this is getting a little. This meta. is getting. Re- <laughs> it's kind of like an gym. every man situation of like he is the king and he is the pauper and he is the guy who beats the shit out of you and then abandons you. Yes. I agree. But then you are also you. But I'm also me. Yeah. And I am she and we are all together. Um, no, but I'm really, really <laughs> excited. It's a new it's a new chapter in Mouth Breather history. Um, I'm super excited for Melanie to help me co-host. Um, and we're not only so not only new host, but new um, environment. We are now in the copyrighted. Uh, we're in the pod lair right now. <laughs> I does I feel like there's another podcast that might use that, so I don't. But you know, we can use it. Anyway. Podler, fair fair usage. Um, um, if you, <laughs> if uh, I don't know, I, I like Podler, Podloft. Was it? Wait, that's was, my favorite murder. That's so oh, okay. I, and I then I said it one day, like just in passing, and you're like, "That's what we're gonna call it, the Podloft." And I had to have an awkward conversation with you, in which I admitted to being a fraud. <laughs> You're a fake. You're a phony. I'm sorry. I'm such a poser. (laughs) No, but yeah. So we're in the pod lair, which is in me and Mel's apartment. Um, I I like the digs in here. I think it's really comfortable. It's nice and cozy. We have candles lit and there's some um, like incense burning and we have neon signs. Yeah. So the Egan compound will be missed, but the pod layer is here, and I think it's a really cool addition. And I'm excited to have guests on. We take pictures. You all can see it on our and our um, on our socials and shit. But yeah, so we're just gonna get this puppy rolling. All right. So don't tell me what to do. Don't ever tell me what to do again. <laughs> um. So as you're aware, Mal, we are facing a very like hard time in this country right now. Um, I'm sure, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you can. I, you're gonna, (laughs) sadly, you're gonna have to be a bit more specific. There's a lot of shit going down. It is very scary. So I need you to get to where you're going. So the Choco Taco 
um, the Choco Taco is being discontinued by Klondike, and I just got to kind of give my my due diligence and kind of give it the cred it deserves. Which okay. Is, I mean, have you ever had a Choco Taco? No. You've Honestly, ne- no. So I'm sorry to everyone that's grieving, but I don't really care because I've never had it. Wow. Right. So okay. I, you can't miss what you've never had. Yeah. Well, you're missing out. How about them apples? But yeah. Choco Tacos were like a staple in my childhood. I just remember they always had like, I always wanted to try them, but my mom was kind of more on the health conscious side. So my we would, we, <laughs> <laughs> and this is, this story might actually like kind of detract from that a little bit because she was health conscious, but I would always see the sign for it when we were going through the Taco Bell drive through. Okay, yeah, no, that's bullshit. That's fucking horseshit. Well, she just said, she was like, it was, well, it's moderation, right? She was like, we're already getting bean burritos and chalupas. You don't need a Choco Taco. I would trade the other two for the Choco Taco. It's like, I mean, do you see what it is? It's a, it's a waffle cone. Yeah, I know what it is. Ice cream. It's so good. And now, here's the thing, though. Are they just doing the thing with like, don't like, you think though that like another company will, I if know. not already, has come out with something similar? Totally. But what I'm will. wondering if like so, what a lot of companies are doing right now, which I don't know if I necessarily agree with, is that they're they know that you love this one item, and then they're gonna get rid of it to like maybe cause some noise, you know, mm-hmm. and then like free advertising, you know, and then they're. They're going to bring it back and then sales are going to skyrocket because you're like, oh, my God. Sometimes they don't do that, though. I know. Like, which I'm hoping freaking this again happen. at Taco Bell, bring back the chili Mel cheese burrito. Mel about Taco Bell. <laughs> I fucking love Taco Bell. But no, seriously, bring back that fucking burrito. There's a movement. Listen to the people. Like, uh, this does remind me of like when they got rid of the uh, the taco pizza from Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, they did People were that. up in arms. Or the spicy nugs. It's back. The, ta- the Both are back. Yeah. The people can rest. I forgot who I was talking about this with, but we're talk- I was talking about the Choco Taco. I've been talking about the Choco Taco for about a week now. I didn't know you're getting <laughs> I know. I did check it. Instacart for you. They do not have Oh, no. I, I asked Mel. I was like, you need to find me Choco Tacos, man. Like, because I, I got a hot. It's like I compare it to like when your friend has had a pool or because I never had a pool. So it's like the closest thing I got. But or even you have a pool. And like, even though you had the pool. You never used it, and then your parents or your friends' parents are like, "We're gonna get rid of the pool, and now all you want to do is swim." Like you're like, "Fuck, I didn't know how bad I wanted to swim or eat choco tacos until the option is taken away from me." Yeah, I don't know. I grew up with a pool, and I, I, strangely enough, my parents got rid of their pool, and I wasn't as upset. Like I, none of me or my siblings really cared that much because we were happy to have our yard back in a weird way to like lay out but i was just at my grandparents house like this week visiting them and they got rid of their pool which was like the pool of my childhood and and then they they like rearranged their deck so it's not as big and that like tugged at my heartstrings like me and my sister jackie like just kind of stood and looked (laughs) out the window simultaneously (laughs) just like we didn't we didn't know they got rid of it like because that was the thing it wasn't no one told us and so, so we were just like what it's like coming home and like your dog is like stuffed and you're like what the fuck 
he died or just gone that happened to me too we don't have to talk about that yeah no (laughs) 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 that is horrible i swear to god though did happen it was traumatizing but yeah all i'm gonna say is i'm really gonna miss the choco taco i mean the concept is hilarious i'm shocked that no one came up with it and i think they started like in the 90s i think but like i'm gonna really miss it um klondike come on but it's you it's a little hard to beat out like the original klondike though. i think it's better i swear really? to god i really do that might be I'm a hot take around i don't here. know because like i said i've never tried it so i don't know what it's the really hot good. take is but so yeah i mean go out there and if, if anyone finds a choco taco ship it to my p.o box um but Ew, yeah what if it's like split like it's just a bunch of well, because you know you can find like you can find like nostalgic items like um on like eBay. Yeah. You know, like what it like like Crystal Pepsi. You know. Yes. Yeah. That's like very that. like Back to the Future yeah. reference, but yeah, like I remember you can Crystal find Pepsi. Them. Do you remember the old no. Cherry Coke logo when it was like all red and black and looked like like freaking like crazy? No, I don't. I always think of like the old like. Um, like when Tang rebranded in the nineties and yeah. they had the, the orangutan on it. Yeah. I remember that. And I remember I was actually this is so funny. My mom and I were talking about like things that they this it might be a weird segment into this, but my mom and I were talking about how in the nineties there was this like real push that like breakfast was the most important meal oh, of yeah. the day. But that like all of the breakfast foods that advertised that were complete dog shit for you. Like yeah. it was just sugar on like, sugar yeah, on Pop sugar. Tarts exist. You right. Know? Like, or like toaster, toaster strudel. strudel. Yeah. Pie for breakfast. Yeah. Let's just have cherry pie for breakfast. It was amazing. <laughs> and then they wondered why like everybody in first grade was like 105 pounds. They were like. Why my mom had to put me and my brother on a full blown diet. Like we she put us on Atkins oh and God. like before all the, you know, body positivity people come after me. She needed to. We were so overweight. Chunkies. You guys were chunkies. We were so overweight that like we ha- I had like meat sleeves as like a nine year old. Oh. oh my God. <laughs> and my brother was in like second grade and 110 pounds or something like crazy like that and so she put us on atkins so it was like low carb and then we lost a bunch of weight and you know we're able to play sports and shit but i do you think that's like the sugar industry like getting their greedy oh it was absolute that was absolutely what it was yeah we had like think about like what a gusher is a gusher was marketed like now they market it completely different. Now like you know what that is. But when Gushers first came out, they were marketed as if they were like a fruit snack. Like yeah. that they had like real fruit in them. And it was like, no, this is sugar that then has liquefied sugar inside of it and we all went fucking nuts over it. But what I was talking to her about specifically was we used to have this oatmeal in the morning and it was marketed like it's oatmeal. It's healthy for them, but it was it was called like I can't remember what it was called, but it had like dinosaur eggs in it. Oh, yeah. That would break open and there would be more. They were like, so they were like made of sugar. Yeah. And and then they would would explode. And then like, like the the mini dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, no, they were like sprinkles. (laughs) So it was, it was, it was oatmeal with sprinkles in it and like fraught. It was like 
so so we i just had to laugh at it because i'm like well mom no shit yeah this is horrible um it wasn't horrible that's that that's the thing though it was fucking delicious. oh everything was so good yeah or like Oh, like tricks yogurt which i think still exists but it's oh, like God. back then Nothing it was be like that color it was so good though sometimes um, i still am like i want some cotton candy flavored yogurt yeah no i mean or purple ketchup that was a weird time <laughs> like the shrek the shrek ketchup like the green shrek stuff like mm-hmm. everything was, we grew up in an era and it, and it kind of came back a little bit i think we grew up we grew up in an era where everything was gross like everything was yeah. goo and slime and like vomit, farts and whatever. It was a fantastic time to it be It was alive awesome. And, and to be a child. Yeah. But then it all went away because I think people were just over it. And then there was like the clean era. But you know what? Recently with like all like the goo and slime shit, I think it's kind of back, but it's not the same. Well, I think part of it is because people who were like... Not not like yeah, like we were very young in the nineties, but like people who were kind of coming into their tweens and teens in the nineties all have children right now that are around that age. So it kind it makes sense that that would cycle back. That trend comes back. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of like fashion works like that too. If you think about it, like it wasn't yeah, it was not shocking that nineties nostalgia hit in fashion when it did, and now that we're cycling through like the aughts because. Do you think we're in two thousands right now? Like, it, oh, we are. Yeah, you think? Yeah, and actually, actually, this is a couple months ago because I was still in school and I was coming home um, from the day, and I heard these two, like, not like they were maybe like seventeen or eighteen, and they were getting out of their like because Jones is right there. Who? Jones, like preparatory, the high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were they were all right there. I was passing hey, by Jones. it on my way to the the metro. Yeah, yeah, just my friend Jones. Um, no, they were they were getting out of school and they were talking about like fashion and but they were talking about that like um, that like ran like random scene style is coming in. So like when you think of like I don't know maybe like twenty ten through like okay. twenty that like randomness era. Yeah, like fingerless gloves and what and twee actually was something that they talked about like twee style so like zoe deschanel oh and like like mod cloth and shit like like that adorkable kind of like quirky yeah and it kind of sent a cringe down my spine but at the same time i I was like i didn't like that fashion dude but I'm. Uh, I've know. had the same. I've had the same fashion. I've been wearing the same outfit since. I don't know. Not the exact same outfit. Uh, <laughs> since I was like 13, like I've I've done like Chuck Taylors, jeans, band T-shirt, and flannel. I've had many different eras. You have. <laughs> what's What's your favorite? Like, what's your favorite? And well, what? And which one can go off and fucking die? Oh, well, I don't know which one is my favorite. Because I like to think that like you my mix. style in the now is kind of my favorite because I go, but the stop my period that can go off and fucking die is when I had to wear like business casual corporate attire yeah. when I was working in finance. Uh, yeah, I get that. That fucking sucked. <laughs> that was terrible. And actually, when after I left that job, I went through my closet and I was like, "This is all bad juju. Like, I want this." Out of here! I will never wear any Didn't of this you, stuff like, again. It's almost like a breakup. Like you just got rid of. Yeah, all and the I old threw shit, it in a big know? bin, and I asked, like my, I asked some of my friends that still had jobs that they needed to dress up for if they wanted any of it, 
And my friend Marianne was like, I'll take all of it. And I was like, okay, great. So I like, I'm like, I Very have the whole bin. by the way, because you and Marianne are both tall women. So yeah. So like, it's kind of like. It's- yeah. And we we have a similar like figure too, although she's way more like toned and ripped and in shape than I am. But she, um, <laughs> she, she was like, I actually wasn't there. So like I, you know, she came to pick the bin up and then she called me and she was like, what the fuck? Like, do you have a closet left? Like, how did you get? And I, and the funny thing is, is that I very much still had a closet yeah, that left. That was a like, fraction I have a probably of what shopping was, the hell was going on. But yeah, she took it and she was like, what do you want me to do with this bin? Like when I get rid of it? And I was like, just, just get rid of it. I don't care. Right on. I'm like, I just want it all gone. I bet that felt really nice though. So, all right, so business attire can go off and fucking die. I agree. Yeah. Business casual, it's so weird. Like, the whole... I gotta burp. Loud. Um, That actually, like, that pretty much describes what business casual, like... (laughs) Insert. (laughs) After, every time we say business casual, keep that burp and then insert it after we say business casual. Um, Joking. Um, just any sort of corporate attire it screams like, douchebaggery to me. I don't. Okay, yeah. Because here's the deal. I agree. But a suit does look good. Like, well, you worked. That's what you did for a long time. I know. So I get your appreciation of it. And I do, I do like a, too. I do like, like a good suit. But, and even what I do right now is like, I do like the no tie, jacket, slacks. But I still wear dress shoes. I wear okay. chukka boots. I cannot stand those um those shoes with, with like the white soles, Cole you know. Hans. I knew exactly what. Yeah, you were like thinking. the the casual. Everyone at my last job, dude. Douchebag city. If you're wearing Kohans yeah, right now, it, fuck you, dude. You gotta figure that, like, okay. So in some industries, and I worked in finance in general, how you dress and name brand is gonna determine whether or not you get certain clients or accounts. And if you think people are not looking at what you're wearing to work fuck off and wake up like they are wake up sheeple um, wake the fuck up they totally are and it's gonna dictate whether or not you get promotions and whether or not you get bonuses like presentation at work is very important in those climates and i didn't i didn't like that but i understood it but i also didn't have the money to dress like most of these women dressed yeah totally so i bought everything like second hand and like from I robbed like, a couple of people knife point Give me hey, your fucking shirt. You gotta do what you gotta do. It's a grim world. Do you want my wallet? No, I just wanted the shirt. Um, no, so so I would just buy my stuff secondhand. And, but the kicker about it is that no one could fucking tell. I would get compliments all the time, and people would ask me where I got like shit and tell me that I was really well dressed. And I was just like, well, it's, well, you paid five hundred dollars for that outfit, I and paid I paid five. about twenty five, <laughs> not five. But you got some class. Mm. What did what the hell? Wait, what did you say before we started? It's supposed to be exciting, like a like it's a fir- like a first like a first kiss at prom. What can go wrong? And you're like, it's gonna be nothing but teeth and tongue. Because <laughs> no one knows how to kiss in high school. Like everyone's dog shit. At yeah, it. I was a terrible kid. I I don't know. Am I a good kisser now? You're the only one I've ever asked this on the podcast. <laughs> well, gee, I'm fucking good. Good thing for that. Be a Fired little un- one answer. 
<laughs> At least you weren't tonguing your cousin. No, that'd be bad. Mm-hmm. It, that's frowned upon. In most regions of yeah. this country, but not every state. We just lost all of our Kentucky viewers by saying that. Um, but <laughs> Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, no. How do they how do they get on Spotify? No, we um, need to appeal. I drink a lot of Jack Daniels. What? Yeah. That's not made in Kentucky, is it? It's Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. We have nothing in common. Fuck you, no. Kentucky. Uh-huh. <laughs> Getting lucky in, in Kentucky. Kentucky. Unless it's, you're not. Unless you're from Kentucky. Yeah. But, um, no, right on. So, do you remember when... Uh, <laughs> Do you remember when I told you the story about uh, when I was in college and they told all the boys that that you have to stop J-O-ing in the shower? Yes. And, and then you, and you firmly believed it. For years. For up until recently. Like, and then, so, okay. They all got, they all got us together, all the dudes that was at the dorm at the time. And, like, I was one of them. And they all got us together. And then they were like, all right, listen our our pipes are getting like this is gonna be so gross by the way i guess content warning sorry this is your chance to click off um so it, they're like our 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 pipes are getting clogged be, and uh it's all because dudes are joing into the drains and we ask you to seriously stop doing that and uh i'm like oh my god this is yeah so like i wasn't Honest to God, I wasn't doing that, but like they just told all the dudes. So I was like, I was like fresh in college. I was like 18, and now it's literally 10 years later. And I don't know how, but like I told this to Mel. And we were talking about how sometimes the pipes run slow in my building, like at, in my apartment. And I'm like, there's generations. And then, at of, this point, of it was just jizz. Me. And Jimmy was like, it's because all your neighbors are jacking off. And I was like, what? And he was like, "Yeah, it clogs off the it clogs off the pipes." And I was like, "No, I was like, I don't. I was like, what do you? I don't think that's true." I was like, first fighting of all, it. I was like, I was on a hill. He was, and you were you were also like, my logical brain was yeah. like, "There's no fucking way," because many men I have heard jack off in the shower yeah like i have before so and then also i was just but also like semi logically but also really gross like if that were true like if spoo could like coagulate like yeah. that women would be walking <laughs> around with cottage cheese in their crotches okay like it would not be like <laughs> Like there has to be some sort of water-based fluidity. Order. To it. Like it just would not. Women would talk about it more. Like I just know that. Like you, there would be drunk girls in bathrooms across the fucking world going, oh, "I just can't get it out of me." That is that'd be horrifying. Terrifying. That'd I'm so horrible. happy that's not the world that we live in. Yeah, totally. But also, when you told me that, and you were like fighting, fighting, fighting. You did fighting a deep dive research. No, I did. Not a deep dive, just a simple Google oh search of that situation in general. Like, I think I just literally Googled, like, college freshman shower prank or whatever. Because I knew where this was going. And, yeah, it's like an age-old, like, hoax. So, yeah, like, so you like, just got got by so your like, uh, go, go, RA. What's that? What's with, that? like, the oldest one in the book. What's that bird that they tell Boy Scouts to go catch? 
A dodo? No, not the dodo. Go catch the thing. It's like, go catch the shmoo. Like, I don't remember what, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like what? that. Huh? It's not like a. Well, dodos were real. Yeah, but they are not now. I know, but uh, I can't believe I forgot this, but like, whatever. Basically, it was one of those. I've just, I, I, I can't believe I got God. And, but the thing is, I've told so many people this. Yeah, you do that kind of frequently. A lot. You did that with the Green Day all thing. out myself with Jimmy's Matthew Broderick story. Yes, of yeah. a few episodes prior. Yes, and then on the episode after that, he was like, "Oh, someone told me." Yeah, it was me. Usually, when Jimmy's giving a correction, it's it's like, "I hey, hun." Melanie's my post editor. That <laughs> is not true. <laughs> well, Matthew Broderick didn't just kill one person; he killed two. I, and and he they, wasn't drunk. And he wasn't drunk. So, like, well, supposedly he wasn't. Drunk. The tips, like the the scale, just keeps tipping. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm full of fun information. You like, are like, you know, when people say like, if you say something confidently, anyone will believe. Oh, it. totally. You just go right ham into well, that. Well, because what sucks is I think I'm right. Well, what's funny is like, this is, so like the comedian Tom Segura does a bit like this where he talks about how someone told him once that Tommy Lee Jones was gay. Oh, his dad. That his dad told him that Tommy Lee Jones was gay. Yeah. And then he told like several people about it, like a bunch of people about it. Like anytime Tommy Lee Jones came up in conversation until someone was like, no, he's not. I've known him forever. You like have to he, stop I know his this. wife. I know his kids. Like he is not gay. <laughs> <laughs> and that just reminds me so much of Jimmy because you do that. I know. I like one of my favorite that I don't know if this is real. One of my favorite like urban legends is that the origin of pink lemonade, not the music video, the drink. Um, Oh, yep. The I'm first. I'm either peeing or pouring myself more. Rum. Oh wow! It, why does it smell like asparagus? It doesn't. It smells like pineapple and rum. Oh nice. Um, she's pouring a drink. Um, but so <laughs> yeah. the origin of pink lemonade is apparently, and I'll give the Cliff Notes version. Basically, there's a circus in New Jersey, and they're selling like a shit ton of lemonade. It was a super hot day. And uh, they ran out of water, but they had lemons. So they were trying to find more water to make lemonade. And this dude found like a whole pail, like a big tub of water. And he brought it to them. And when they made the lemonade, apparently it was because they were washing the like actors or like, the trapeze artist clothes, which were red. And... <laughs> so they were washing the clothes and they were red, which made the water pink. Nope. And they used trapeze artists used clothing laundry water and served it to the public of New Jersey. And that's how pink lemonade apparently was made. And, okay. Uh, okay. How close right. how close am I? Now, there are several accounts for how pink lemonade came to be. But most of the ones that claim the story that you said, which is that according to a carnival historian, a vendor named Pete Conklin, who owned a circus, lemonade, and peanut stand, ran out of water to make lemonade. Yeah. Desperate for some sales, he used pink water from a tub that one of the circus performers washed her red tights in. Yeah, so, yeah. But hang on, because that comes from a website 
called cookingchew.com. But they sound like a very credible source. According to foodnetwork.com, <laughs> Henry A. Allett, who's from Chicago, so I'm more inclined to believe this for some oh, reason because it's some hometown glory there, uh, also ran away to join the circus. <laughs> what? Okay, so that's the thing. So there are, there Credits are some. Credits him with inventing pink lemonade. And according to the story, he accidentally dropped some red cinnamon candies into a big batch of red, regular lemonade, which turned it pink. But that would taste like shit. Well, so would fucking laundry water. <laughs> like, if that's the hill you're going to die on. You're right. It's like, oh, it's salty. You know, like... I think that actually, like, it looks like this is kind of a feud between these families as to what actually happened. No, what if it both happened, like, simultaneously? Maybe, but one is, like, pink candies, like, that's at least, like, you know, that's not gross. Laundry water is gross. Do you know how disgusting tights are when you take them off? They're yes. disgusting. How, yeah, I know. Because not only are they, like, underwear, but they're, like, socks, too. Like, it's like throwing your undies and your socks into something that someone's going to drink. Ooh. Well, I don't know. So, like, and it but, was like they were soaking in that tub of water, yeah. which means that that water they was were soaking like so long. With that woman's that's juices. the thing. The juices. Maybe that's why people liked it so much. To this day, maybe that's I the know, secret. Can you imagine what a circus performer's tights would be like in, in like, 1855. Yeah, but say not modern day. Ooh. 1850s. There's definitely some hairs When they in there. took a bath once a week. Yeah. and Literally. That, and that's fancy. That's like where the saying, don't throw the baby out with the bath water came from. Because people that mean? didn't bathe. Oh, really? Yeah, lay it on me. What does that mean? Oh, well, I don't know what the saying itself means. Like, then I, why are you saying it if you don't, don't know what it know. means? I don't know, but... I'm calling you out right now. <laughs> I just know the origin of it because people talk about it and they're like, yeah, I'm saying don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And it's like, well, why the fuck would you do that? Oh, well, I think it that's the thing. So like the point was like back in the day, because like water wasn't, you know, cheap or easy to come by. You would take one bath a week and it was usually on Sundays and the dad would bathe first because he was the one like working during the week. So he was probably the one who needed it the most and also misogyny. Um, so the dad, <laughs> the dad would bathe first and then the mom. How you know about that? <laughs> beats me. I don't know. Um, it beats me. Yeah, you're the, right. Literally. Like literally it beats you. <laughs> misogyny beats help you. Me. Um, <laughs> so the dad would bathe first and then the mom and then the kids by their age. So like the firstborn, the secondborn, yada, yada. And the thing is that the water would be so gross by the time the youngest got to take a bath that they would throw the baby out with the bath water because they couldn't see it. Oh, my God. Yeah. What about twins? What happens if like. Well, you and Beth would have to just. Yeah. Like, are out. we sharing? I don't know. What if like your parents come in to town? Do you, your parents like what's the what's the pecking order of bathing? Like I just said I don't know. I just said it. But like but if it's your house, if it's the dude's house and it's like his father-in-law, like that that would cause some fights. Be like I'm the man of this house, but he would be like but you're married yeah, to my daughter. Yeah, but also then they'd be like but we're guests in your house. Like pr- like being like propriety and being a good host was like a lot 
I would say like, like that'd be out the window of water. It's like hospitality. Come like you'd be, it's more polite to let your father-in-law go first. I don't I know. I'm not a fucking historian. I don't know. I just Googled that shit. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I never, I never, I've heard that expression before as well, but I never knew. But okay, so. I heard a very. But in a sense, like, how would you use that expression? Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm 10. Riff for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, because, all right, so if the expression is don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, maybe, maybe it's like you're taking too long in the shower, maybe, or maybe like you need. Maybe you need to get rid of a baby. <laughs> Maybe you have a baby. Oh. And this, this kind of makes sense. What is it? It's an expression for an avoidable error in which something good is eliminated when trying to get rid of something bad. Oh. See, I should have gone there. I kind of knew that Don't it was feel, about like making a dumb so, mistake, but I, I think that's so kind of more vulgar. Or not vulgar, sorry, more explanatory, I guess. I don't know what word I was trying to say. It's okay. You're fine. Everyone can just hear what you're saying. Um, But (laughs) I... uh, This rum is good. This rum is great. (laughs) Um, But, like, I I always feel like a dum-dum whenever, like... I I was thinking, like, too literally. I was, like... Because, like, I was so, like, concentrated on, like, the bathwater aspect. But, like, I should have known that. You know, especially after if you gave like the description. It's like they don't want it anymore. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's like the dad comes home extra dirty because he doesn't want his kid anymore. Or like that second to youngest yeah, really like, just wanted to be the baby. Yeah, again. again. So, she, so she rolls around I in was the mud. Telling, I was telling someone, <laughs> who was I talking to? It was last night. I don't know. Oh, it was Shannon, and we were talking about how, like, how, like, um, relationships with, like, older siblings, and my, I talked, I was telling Shannon all about how my older brother, Neil, tried to kill me, like, like, legitly, like, tried to kill me until I was about, like, seven or eight, and, like, Shannon's eyes, like, I'm talking about this, and this is how twisted my head is. I'm talking about this and laughing because I think this is so funny. And Shannon is staring at me like eyes wide, like, oh, my God, like what? Like That's so concerning. And I was like, no, it was hilarious. Like, it was really funny. No, he, no, he and just I had to be it, there. He I had think an it, axe. Like, makes- he had a pitchfork and he was waiting for me over my bed and he wasn't stabbing me. But if I really like lunge forward, if I had a nightmare, then he'd be like, oops, like, shouldn't have fallen on my pitchfork. Well, you, you know? know, if life's not funny, then it's just true. It's just, <laughs> life's not funny. Like, you get far enough life. away from anything and it, it becomes funny. Oh, totally. If you don't laugh, you cry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's interesting. So, like, I mean, what were some examples of, of this? So, of this. Um, so <laughs> plots when These i was dennis the menace level so because neil and i plots. neil and i are uh we're 22 months apart so like just under two years for people who can't add because huh? funnily enough i was one of those people who for <laughs> for like an embarrassing amount of time when people when you'd ask because you know how you ask new parents or not even new parents, but He's just parents. He's seven months old. Yes, and it's so You're embarrassing. Like, oh, like fuck, just t- what does fucking that even mean. Yeah, 
That means he's like five. Just say he's five. Right. Right? So, right? Yeah. 57 months. No. He's like three and a half. What? If he's 57 months old, that means it's like 12, 48. No. Yeah. No. Not, yeah. 12 does not. 12 times two is 24. Yeah. So that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I so bad? I don't know. Why am I so bad at math, dude? How many? How about you tell everyone 52. how many? You bitch. How it's many 52. weekends are in a year? <laughs> well, now we have to tell that story. Oh my god, Jimmy! <laughs> Jimmy and I were trying to figure out how much money each of us spends on like paying covers to go see like our friends play, and I had guessed. I was like. I don't know. Like, if I had to put a number on it, probably like a grand or so a year. And then he was like, Well, how do you figure that? And I was like, Well, if you figure we spend about, you know, five on the low end, five to 10 bucks a weekend, and then multiply that by how many weekends are in a year. And he was like, What? And I was like, Yeah, I was there's not, 52. I was not getting it. I'm like, it. There's 52, like, the hamster took a, took his fucking vacay. There's 52. PTO. The wheel was not turning. Weekends in a year. And then that times two is, or that times 10 is 520. And then times that by two, it's probably a grand a year. And yeah. then he was like, well, no, but there's 52 weeks in a year. And I was like, yes. And he was like, no. And then he kind of dropped it. And then the next day we're sitting at breakfast and we were laughing about it. And it was like me and my sisters because we were on vacation. And Jimmy goes, yeah, you know, I'm still kind of confused. It's like a whole ass day later. (laughs) I'm like, I'm still kind of confused because like, okay, in my head, this is how I was processing it because there's 52 weeks in the in a year. Okay. Yes. But we're looking. I know. But I was looking at it that we're looking at Friday and Saturday. But it's hard for my brain to like encapsulate that those two days are within this one sector of time. 52. You, you know what I'm saying? You realize that a week is Sunday to Monday long. Like so, I've been on planet Earth for a while. Well, then you should have known the answer to that fucking question, like, Jimmy. Oh, like, know, but, but the week like, the weekend how many, is encompassed are, okay, in okay. the week. How many Fridays and Saturdays are there? Why are you still trying to argue Hold your on. point? Just you were so wrong. Question. Answer the fucking question. How many Fridays and Saturdays are there? If there's 52 weeks, that means there's 52 <laughs> Fridays and Saturdays, when, Jimmy. Why wouldn't why won't they stack? Why won't there be 104? Like, aren't they? Because two? it's a week. They're in the week. I don't know how to explain this to you. I, I can't believe that you're still on this. That you still don't fucking get it. I just like I, in my head, it like it doesn't make sense. You're wrong. It doesn't matter what's in to, your head. You're wrong. Like what sucks is like is like I just have to trust you that I'm wrong. I still don't understand. No, why you don't I'm... have to trust me. You just have to look at a fucking calendar. <laughs> Are you fucking with me right now? No, like, because sometimes I still think about it. And I still kind of don't get it. 
Oh my god! <laughs> you don't have to trust me. You just I know need to... I do. I tr- I trust that you know that I'm wrong. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know that you're wrong. I like like the because, fucking like, calendar knows sense, that you're wrong. Because like you're telling me that if someone's like, all right, how many Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and and Sundays are there in the year? The answer's always just be fifty two. Well. No, not necessarily. Okay, why? Then why? Why? Because of the way that, like, dates work out. Like, a month can end. Okay? What? A month can end, (laughs) and it could be the middle of the week. Okay. Like, for an example, like, today. I love how this is, like, this is Saturday, and it's July 30th. Yeah. Okay? So, Mm -hmm. like, August is not going to carry into, like, like a perfect week i know however it's not gonna be that much off of 52 so it's always gonna be 52 i'm going to google this against my better knowledge i'm just saying dude and if i get proved that i'm wrong in this moment this is then you have just worn me down to a point where this is not even (laughs) that's how i got you because because your argument okay wait a minute because your argument is like my math could be off because there might not be 52 fridays and saturdays in a year but you're still we go out like pretty much every weekend and see someone play like every weekend or even every week like we we have gone to see people play like on weeknights too. at least once a week so at, at least. least once a week so if we do that and there's 52 weeks in a year then like like we're not even arguing about how much we spent anymore we're just talking about how many weekends are there in a calendar year i know because i'm fucking dumb i know like I, but do you understand why? It, no. You don't understand where I'm coming from? No. You don't? No. That like, it's kind of weird. That it, like, I get it. I do. I really, I know there's people probably at home being like, they're turning off the episode by now. They're like, I can't listen to this psycho babble anymore. But. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. No, What? What? <laughs> I'm laughing because one of the things that came up in the Google was like how many Saturdays are there in a year and it says this year in 2020 20, or 20 2022 there were 53 Saturdays which just makes me laugh because it's like this is just going to fuck up Jimmy's head more <laughs> the whole the very fragile ecosystem that is my brain <laughs> Okay So it says, in most years, there are 52 weekends because weekends, ladies and gentlemen, are, are a part- still a part of the week. I know. A necessary part of the week. 52 weekends in a year because there are 52 weeks in a year. However, if a year starts on a weekend, it will end up with 53 weekends. So you're saying that I'm right. No, because you didn't know. You thought the number of weekends was way higher than that. Thought, you said something like 90. Yeah, I know. It was something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
all right, I'm a dumbass. Now the internet knows. But like, yeah, it was confusing for a little bit. I don't know why. My brain doesn't work like that Shouldn't sometimes. Shouldn't have been. You literally could. If I came home and saw you studying a calendar, at least I'd be like, okay, he's hung he's up trying. on this, but he's trying. He's trying. His, he's picking Except, his nose. Except like a normal person would just Google it and just get it done. <laughs> I refuse. But you ruminated for days. Months. And was like, no, I'm right. <laughs> it's been like a month since. <laughs> I cannot believe. I thought we put this to bed. No, I, I redug it up. I, I fucking Frankensteined this thing. <laughs> like, <sighs> I put it in my little lab Sweet. and I put little electrodes in its little fucking neck and I'm raising it to the sky and I'm just like, there has to be more. There has to be more to this life. And then I let the lightning hit it. There are people <laughs> that are going to be listening to this that are going to be banging their head against I know. The because there's nothing them. worse. There's nothing. There them. is nothing worse in a podcast where people are talking about like like something that, or just even a random fact that you know, but they don't know, and they're like circling it. Like yeah. when they they're like, oh, what's that person's name? Like what's that person's name? You're like it's it's like who's that it's guy? Martin Luther King, dude. Who's that guy <laughs> who was the lead guy in like Greece, and he's like people think he's gay, and they're like. Paul Travolta? Yeah, that's it. Paul Travolta? And you're like, no, you uncultured idiot. Oh, can we talk about Grease lyrics? Yeah, we can talk about that. Holy shit. Holy shit, people. I have said this to multiple people. The biggest lie of our childhood, or at least mine, was that Grease was a kid's movie. Not So I thought it was too. Just because it had music in it, that it was a musical, they were like, kids can watch this. No, it... So there's one time Mel and I were on our way to the lovely Agave Mansion. Because, again, you didn't believe me when I said, no. I'm like, it's not a kid's movie. And you were like, no, it totally is. It is, because I saw it so many times when I was a kid. Yeah, My but... mom loved Grease. My oh, mom loved it's Grease. A, it's, My grandma loved Grease. It is, it's great, but it's like, it's not, like forget the whole like Rizzo getting pregnant side plot yeah. and like Danny being like a cheater and like yeah, yeah. just an all out kind of a douchebag. Total douche. And then Grease Lightning being one of the most vulgar what? songs ever. Can you pull up the lyrics? Because yeah. they are so we're driving to the Agave Mansion in Michigan City and like Mel brought this up because we're just chit chatting and she's like yeah Grease is like the biggest lie is that it's a kids movie and I'm just like no it it is a kid. Like I saw it, and it nothing. There's nothing bad because that's the thing. That's the trick. You don't see anything bad. Nothing bad is really happening. You know, like there's no blood and violence and sex. But oh my god, do they talk about it? Like oh, it is yeah. insane. And and not just in this one song in general. Like I know in the whole shebang. The whole thing is the basically thing. about getting laid. Yeah, it's all about getting pee-pees touched. Yeah. So, yeah. Touching butts, you know? But, um... Literally starts with teenagers fucking yeah. and ends with and teenagers ends with, fucking. When they go... is Would the convertible going to the sky, would you equate that to a climax? So, actually, this is kind of funny. There are people who believe there's, like, dead. a Greece conspiracy theory that they die. Yeah. That Danny and Sandy died at Thunder Road yeah. and that they are going that they're, they're going, going to heaven. heaven. Yeah. But after they after you hear these lyrics, there's no way that they're going to heaven. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm joking. Are we going back to that super Catholic belief that you shouldn't bone before you're married? 
Well, I mean, like, you should Because I guess, but, you know. I, I mean, we sleep in totally I'll separate I'll see Danny rooms. and Sandy in hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh! No, but, like, um, all right, so here, what are, here take a swig. Um, what what are some of these lyrics, Mel? Lay, lay okay, it on me. can I? Okay, so I'm going to skip past, like, the beginning when they're just, you know, setting it up. But um, Can you sing them? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I could, but I won't. Um, I think that it says, you know, that ain't no shit. We'll be getting lots of tit grease lightning. And you know, there ain't gonna be a lot of shit. Gonna squeeze a lot go of tit. Go grease lightning. You're coasting go through the heat lap lightning. trials. Grease lightning. Go grease lightning. lightning. I said I wouldn't sing it, but it's hard. No, we'll to do sing. that part together. It's hard not to sing. Yeah. Um, it says. You you are supreme. The chicks will cream. Oh, greased lightning! Grease lightning, go grease lightning. You're supreme. Oh yeah, because it's like you're so supreme. Bump bump. The girls cream bump. Ew. Yeah, and then dude. Then this is probably my favorite line. You know that I ain't bragging. She's a real pussy wagon. Oh my god, dude! It's mm-hmm. so bad. You know, wait, what part is that? Is that the, is that like the, like the boom, boom? That's when, um, I think it's John Travolta goes, you know that I am bragging. She's a real, real pussy, pussy wagon. wagon. Grease lightning. Dun, dun, dun. And then it's like, a, it's like the. And then lots of like John Travolta doing like yeah. the hip, and like also the clapping, things that the he clapping, was doing. You know, you know this part? Yeah. Those aren't hands. Ooh. Ooh. You know what else? It's kind of homoerotic too, because they have the dudes like. You know, yeah. dressed up in leather. Yeah, they're they're just a lot of leather, a lot of yeah. Shoes, you know, I never quite understood why they um, wrapped the car in all the rubber. Yeah, I didn't know that either until we talked. I was about like, it. I was like, why are they saran wrapping the car? And then that I was like, insane. <gasps> that is crazy. It's like it, it is so bad and gross. And like, I remember like on the way there, we're like, uh, I. We're just like coming up with like really terrible lyrics of just like in in that same like like uh uh prose, right? Is that the right not prose. What 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 do you call it when it's like the um the structure of like a poem or like uh A B A B, you know what I'm saying? Like Well A B A B that's like iambic pentameter. <laughs> but that's no, like the pattern for it. The pattern, the stands, the what are you trying to say? We're we're coming the rhythm, the rhythm, I guess, but like uh, we're we're to I the remember, beat, yeah, to, to the, the beat. melody. I'm trying to remember. I almost want to listen to it. I almost want to take a break and listen to it, and I want to come up with my own gross ass lyrics. No, <laughs> like <laughs> I catch a bass, boom boom, fuck some ass, boom boom, a grease. Like, why was he playing reverse? <laughs> it's a really wholesome song. It says Bloop is a man, man. Save us. <laughs> That's this awesome. It's a subtle Spy Kids reference. I like that. Yeah, that was good. That. This is a very nostalgic 90s. Yeah, like, it's, it's a 90s. It's a 90s podcast tonight. Um, yeah, me mail don't have any guests, by the way. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we should have announced that. Yeah, I'd be like... <laughs> older than you. Yeah. So. Oh, so this is kind of interesting. I saw this this week, and it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Yeah. That... Um, I guess like the new, I don't know if it's the newest, but the newest to my attention thing 
like symbol for the mandala effect is Britney Spears's skirt in Hit Me Baby One More Time. Okay. Wait, it's short so, and plaid. No, it's black. It's short and black. Shut up. Swear to God. It's short and plaid. No, it's not plaid. It's, it's black. short brown plaid. No, it's not and it's not brown. It would have been blue. But it's no. It's <laughs> so the, not. so I I'm in my own yeah. my own dumb it's camp. Black. I'll show you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I know. You only think you're living in your own reality. What the fuck? Maybe it's because of Mother Macaulay around here. Maybe that's what maybe that's No, why. I don't think so cuz it's a it's a huge thing on Reddit that people are like, "Oh no, like and then she did like a throwback with a plaid skirt." Okay, so that's the thing. So that's like kind of confirming it that it's not Well, no, because like, well, what happened with me is like, I thought I remembered it being plaid and then I watched it and I was like, oh, wait, no, I didn't. Like, I knew, I always kind of knew it was black. But then, you know, it just, I was That's like. That's crazy. That kind of stuff is like a Matrix breaking. Do you know what creepy. I think it is? I think it's because like of the movie Clueless. And yes. like the, the plaid. Yes, I agree. There. I think people kind of can like conflate the two of them like yeah totally together they're two like 90s icons blonde wearing skirts yeah knee highs yeah oh god anyway don't don't get me started don't get me a flashback don't get me started um so the the only thing uh it's funny i'm going through some and maybe we'll maybe we'll touch on these later in further episodes some of these so I, i put down topics to talk about and some of them I have no idea what the fuck I was thinking when I put them in, so I don't know. But can we just like read the list? Just to yeah, sure, sure, sure. Is. So some of them I know. Um, the first one I have no fucking clue. It says Mister Trash Wheel. I have no idea nope. who the fuck and why Mister Trash Wheel is on. I he sounds scary. He sounds horrified. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. No, I think it'd be deeper. He'd be like, be like, oh, hey, Mr. Trash Wheel. You know, like, I imagine like a grizzly old man living in the scrapyard. I just imagine him sounding like Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. We have neighbors, so I'm not going to do a Gilbert impression. I'm not going to do this. This is cringe. Anyway, so um, Adam's family is confused about the Supreme Court. So this is a thought I had what? because the Adams family okay. loves everything that's bad. All right. So if the Supreme Court right now is doing terribly, do the Adams family like them? That was the thought I had. Um, the Hedron Collider has like is breaking like crazy. So wait, what's hang up? on. Sorry, what's up? Because I think that. I'm, do I get to comment on the thing? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, before yeah. you move so, right so, into no, the some of them are dumb. I think that Morticia Adams is a boss bitch, and I just, I don't know. I think that she loves death, and so she'd be really, like, cool with what the Supreme Court is oh actually God. doing. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Or no, she wouldn't be cool. She wouldn't be cool with it. I'm sorry. I misspoke. She would not be cool with it. She believes in a woman's right to choose. Yeah. Also, but- also if you're going to argue that, you know, if we're going to, you know, I'm going to try and stay away from all of that. But I think even if you think that abortion is killing a baby, which I don't personally 
belief. But if you did, she'd be down with it. She loves death. But like, but you also, but she, I also can imagine her being like, like, don't tell me what to do. Like, I'm my own person, you know. But these are yeah, also I think- these are also the same people. I'm like, he's like, honey. I chopped off my finger making dinner. How wonderful! <laughs> like, like they're they're like that, you know. Like, yeah, I don't think that she like would Pugsley su- gets I, kicked in the I, face every I fucking day. I don't think that she would support what the Supreme Court was doing, just because you have to be counter to everything, or be the counterculture doesn't mean that you have to take a counter argument to everything. Ooh, that's a good point. I never thought. I, I honestly, I never thought of it like that. I like, mean, I don't think that people. I'm sure there are some people out there that are like trolls that just want to fight everything. Well, yeah, they but... just want to watch the world burn, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just something. It's like it was just like a thought I had on the plane actually to Nashville, where I'm like, I wonder if the Adams family would like everything that's going on. They're like, oh, the ice caps are melting. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> like you know, like whatever. Um, but it's just like some. It was just like something I thought of where it's like. And like, and it's weird because we like the Adams family, but yet, if they were in the real world, we would all hate the Adams family. At least a lot of us would. Uh, no, I can't think. I don't think you can brush everyone with that kind of stroke. I think people still are very like individual. I guess. Yet, like, they are. Con- I mean, because there's an audience for people like Ben Shapiro, and then there are there's an audience for people, you know, like. Laverne Cox and yeah, that dude. are very like socially progressive. Laverne and, Cox, dude. Yeah, Laverne well, Cox. Do you know who that is? No. Uh, she's like a transgender activist, and I don't want to like just like label her outright, but she's very like progressive and okay. Her views. Sweet. All right. She was also on Orange is the New Black, but I think that it's kind of insulting to just say that she was in a, on a TV show. Yeah, because she does more than that. Yes. Cool. So um, there was like news about the Hedron Collider that I forgot to research. So, okay, here's actually something that's actually really um, interesting is that because of global warming happening right now, um, all so when people go to Mount Everest, they, uh, okay. Dead bodies. N- more than that. They have to use the bathroom. So normally they, they take little dookies in bags and they throw them. But because of global warming, all that poop is now sliding down the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm like, sorry. No, like... So, uh. all, so all these people who all, who already hate all the people that go up in like all like the surrounding like Sherpa towns, <laughs> you know. So they're like, "What's that? What's that fucking smell?" And they oh look, and it's all you this. You thought Dave Matthews was a terrible. Yeah, person. dude. Mount Everest is taking a shit, and it's huge. Like all this shit is sliding down the mountain right now. Like look, like seriously, look into it. Um, if you want, we'll give a weekly update on shit Everest, oh, God. shit Everest. Mount Evershit. Mount Evershit? That's the closest I'm going to be able to get I to I just that. love the idea that all these, like, <laughs> you know, super athletic, pompous people. Yeah. Rich people, too. Rich like, that's people. the thing. You have to be rich to yeah. climb Mount Everest. You can be the most like, jacked you do. person. Like, it is, like, a super elitist activity. Yeah, mega. But, like. It's even the hardest mountain. 
they've done research. It's actually one of the easier mountains to climb. Now, is it really? I don't know. It is. I don't know. Well, because the Sherpa does everything for you. It this dude carries your bags. He like guides you. He helps you set up your tent, and then he sleeps outside. Like it's it, dude. So like, what I think is kind of, and it's not funny is the wrong word, but like. It is kind of funny. Amusing. It's like when you, you hear these people talk about their Everest experience and then they almost always like talk about like the bodies that they've seen and yeah. they're like, we just weren't prepared for it. And it's like, well, you knew it was fucking you, there. You it's on every rank. Like, like, like always make it, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, and I, you know, you'd be like, well, you're not the one climbing the mountain. Like, what have you done? I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I'm sitting the, here on this couch, not fucking planning yeah. on climbing Everest because who the fuck would want to do that? I don't want to do that shit. I'd rather just go to Disney or something. Um, Go to Epcot. And I kind of like the tip of my nose. I don't For want real. it to yeah. freeze and break totally. off. Um, but so they did an interview with a Sherpa and he asked like, if you weren't there, what would be the percentage of people who can make it up and down without you? And this guy legit was like, zero. Yeah. If if the if they didn't have the guide or the Sherpa, even the most experienced climbers, he was like, there's no way that they would survive. No, because he has all the knowledge. Too. Exactly. Like, he knows when and he's like, making, like he knows like when you're approaching the death zone, which is like the. I oh, think yeah. The, it's like, the high, like one of the higher points where the yeah, oxygen I think, gets so I think thin. you have like. And again, I don't know. So. I think you have two hours before you. I think it's even. It less might be less. Than that. I think it's like you have twenty minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. Where it's like your your brain will expand in your skull and pop. You know, like it's something like that. But um, it, and like you you gotta think about it, which which is crazy. These Sherpas, they're they're making the same climb, how many times a year, Mel? Like so many. Like, like too many climbs in a year. You know what I'm saying? So it says, without proper acclimatization, a person, acclimatization, sorry, reading can be I was about to say, hard. what was that fucking word? Acclimatization. <laughs> a person accustomed to breathing at sea level will faint within two to three minutes at the Everest. Holy shit. The core survival condition, conditions, conditions. God, this rum. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ma, I can't read with all this rum. <laughs> I'm all jacked up no, on Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, the core survival conditions of the death zone leads the, to most climbers taking up to 12 hours to walk the 1.72 kilometer stretch. And that, that's because they acclimatize. So, like, when you're climbing, I do know this, actually. When you're climbing Everest, you do it in segments and you spend time at like base camps. So like you'll you'll climb and you'll get to a base camp and you'll stay there for a couple of days and then you'll get to the next camp and then you'll stay there for a couple of days and then you'll keep like climbing. So it'll take you like a couple of weeks. My dumbass was about to be like, yeah, it's like the runs, but <laughs> it's the bends. It's like the bends. But I thought initially it was called the runs. <laughs> Yeah, and then you throw your yeah. shit diarrhea yeah, you throw bag your diarrhea off diaper, the mountain, and now twenty years. Because that's the thing that's crazy. And by it the hits way. some lady who's just trying to make. We're in like we're in like a <laughs> minx coat, you know. Then like boom, fucking mud bag. Um, but like, how, <laughs> how, how old is this poop? 
that's been up there. I don't know. I thought like, isn't shit supposed to be like super like biodegradable? But it's frozen. And, like, it's frozen fertilizer? in time. It's like they've been cryo-freeze. Like the, the shits are waking well, I up. Think, but and also, you're like, what year is wait it? Wait a minute. You know? Though. Wait a minute, <laughs> though. Because I think most people have this idea, too, of like, oh, you climb Everest and it's like you and a small group of people. No. Oh, there are fucking... If you actually line. look... It's lines it's of people. Lines. Yeah. It's like you're waiting in line for like a ride at Great Disney America. Yeah. yeah. Raging bull levels of people. <laughs> yeah. Like when you actually like look at it, you're like, oh, wow. That's actually like... Not that cool. Yeah, no, it's not. It, it, it looks. I would rather lame. like climb like a lower level mountain and then trick everyone into thinking that like I climbed Everest. Oh, totally. Because like, there'd be less. Like people you took there. the picture on a on a mountain. on an empty mountain like, and been like, ah, I climbed Everest, and it's way more believable. But you're of a at picture. the uh, you're at you're at the dog park in Evergreen Park. And I don't want to minimize winter. it. Like it is a huge accomplishment for people, but at the same time, it's like it's a huge accomplishment for you because you had to train like crazy amounts but there's some people who don't train but there are some people no way there are melanie no way melanie there is a woman that died who she even admitted before that she did not train at all that she just did it and then and she got approved to go and the period there on that sentence is that she died yes she died <laughs> she died I, so. i'm sorry like, i thought you were more talking about like people who train and then they get accepted to go because you do have to like fill out like this weird form of like are are you able and they do like an interview process with you before you climb. so the the lady that we do, we do her arm workout actually the exit lady she uh, climbed, rebecca what? louise on youtube exit she's fabulous she, if you wanna yeah um, she's she's great follow her jimmy she, thinks she's really hot What's which the, gets him to work out, which the, is nice. What's the arm exercise? The with the two arms, the freaking oh, a uh, uh, Hayek raise. Yeah, those are rad. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy's saying that because you have a really full frontal view of her tits, <laughs> and then he'll go back and forth between my tits and her tits, and it's like a nice, happy like, little threesome. I'm like, I love exercising. <laughs> yeah. yeah, except she doesn't do it very often. <gasps> <laughs> you're such an ass <laughs> we go um, to the gym three times a week I went more than you this week I'm just gonna alright um, <laughs> so anyway like she did it and she did this whole like she documented all of her like training and stuff prior and could, wait could she not go no she did it I, wasn't there like a like a bump in the road though? She, she was almost like, was not able to go, yeah. but I think it was something to do with like her citizenship or whatever. Oh, I thought it was something to do medically for some odd reason. Oh, well, you might be thinking of, and <laughs> this is like, I don't know. So they basically told her that she had to gain weight. Yeah, before she and she didn't want to. She didn't want to because she's like, I worked so hard to get this body. Well, no, not even necessarily that, but she was just. She did willingly. Like she was like, okay, I have I'll just to do ask it. For, like butt injections. I'd be like, we're gonna gain all the weight. No, in my butt. no, no, no. Because that doesn't work. It's not. That's not what they're talking about. They're like, you need to have more. Like, they basically what they were telling her is that you need to. Where her predicament was is that she's like, I'm a physical trainer and I train like muscle, and so what you're telling me is I need to put on fat. Yeah. And she's like, that might be difficult, just considering what 
my job is. Gotcha. Like not necessarily like a like a she was afraid to gain the weight. It was just like it that's just gonna be hard. But like if you're like if you're interviewing this person and like they maybe they're like a twig. It's and hard to toned. just isolate gaining fat. I know. But like I'm just saying Especially when you're someone whose whole job is to be a personal trainer and to work yeah, out all day. Totally. But if you're totally toned and like you are like what if hypothetically like you're totally toned and like man or woman, you're totally fucking toned and like you don't have like a lot of fat on you. But what if you got like a big fucking dumper? Like what if you got like a big like freaking huge butt? And like they're like you, you but you have to gain more fat. But like but you're like but I have like a camel back of but fat it doesn't on my matter butt. Because you need to have a certain amount of fat that's on gonna your whole keep body. Your, yeah, because you have to have that level of like visceral fat to keep your organs <laughs> warm like, and like, alive. Great that like you're going into sub zero conditions. Like you need to be hide able in to my have ass. Some fat safe. on your body. That's like the thing of like like I work out and I go to the gym and I, you know, monitor what I eat. But like if I were in like a survivalist condition, like your body makes fat for a reason. Yeah, like it's totally. To, you know, because Cheetos are oh so yummy. Cushion the pushing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> on that note, um, really quick, Mel, before we sign off, I just want to say, what do you think of your first episode? Are we done? We're about to be. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's over an hour. Wow. Yeah. Made it an hour. Um, <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually. I'm. This is like, good. This I'm is chill. I'm excited to do this with you. I'm, of course, like as a listener of the podcast, like sad to see Pat take a break, but I know that he has to do that for his own reasons, and that if he chooses to come back, I'll happily like relinquish and let him take up the mantle again we'll just start our own thing we'll just do our own me and mel have several podcast ideas that we sadly have not and we don't know like we have like a true crime yeah thing. but that's not i don't know i just feel like this is like this, is this was your guys's thing and this yeah. is your thing to cut yours and his thing to come into and so i just you know, I I undertake this with a very high level of respect of what you and Pat have like done with it and I think and you're doing great. to it. I think you're doing um, great. So that that, that kind of, you know, I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah. And I don't want people to think like, oh, like, who's this broad? No. Like, no. Who's sleeping her what? way to the top yeah. here? Like... <laughs> You know, I don't want to be, if you thought that it's, it's fair, but, uh, no, I don't want, I don't want people to think that I'm, you know, doing this to undermine everything that you and Pat have done. It's, it's in a place of total respect and, um, you know, I know we have some exciting plans for the interim and what's going to happen and who we're going to have and yeah, bring guests back. Yeah. We have some good guests lined up that I think are going to be really interesting and informative. And And we're just going to have have fun storytelling. Yeah. Not breather is all about having the dumb conversations, but also maybe (laughs) learning something. Well, I think what I like, what I really like about it as a listener and, and even like, like I started listening, this is what blows my mind. 
I started listening to this podcast before I even knew you. Yeah. Because I was just friends. I had been friends with Pat. Yeah. And so I, but I continued to listen to it throughout the years because I always enjoyed that you guys gave, you know, people a platform to talk about what was important to them and what inspired them. And um, you guys obviously had great chemistry. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, Pat's my best friend, you know, and he's like my brother. Uh, and honestly, that's why, like, when I was like, who can I have on? Like, I automatically thought you just because I think we have good chemistry. You're also like, you're also like one of my best friends, you know? I hope so. Yeah. When that so I was like, you're all right. If you were like, you know, I'm just in it for the body. Yeah. For the looks. There's no chemistry really. No. I mean, so if you don't mind me asking, like, what is one thing you're going to try to get out of this with, with the, with the time you have with us at, you know, mouth breather, you know? Like, what's something that you want out of this? Um, I don't know. I think I, well, I brought up Tom Segura, like, earlier in the podcast. And he and his wife have this podcast called Your Mom's House, not to plug another podcast Do on not this log one. Off. But it's please, very, please. Uh, it's okay, because it's, like, it it's is so very, good. very, very much, you know, yeah. a mainstream thing. But, like, they he will kind of talk about it and they'll both talk about it as having like a nice time to check in with each other and do something each other. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to doing something creatively with you. I'm that's honestly what I'm the most excited for. Like no joke. Yeah. That was going to be my answer. Cause I, you're a very creative mind and you're very funny. You are second city trained, (laughs) you know, barely. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, come on, but like, um, and every time you've been on, you've been on a guest like three times essentially. And every time you came on, uh, it was just so much fun. And I was always like, this, this chick's the real deal. So, um, I'm super excited for you to be my co-host, you know? And, uh, I think we're going to have a freaking blast. You're, and I also like that you're, you're just going to give a new perspective on stuff, you know? Yeah. So. I think with great respect to what has come before like i i definitely don't want to like um like like i'm saying like i cannot speak highly enough about what you and pat have done and how much you guys have both put into this and really made this like a whole thing that people enjoy and that when you guys like took like an hiatus and you really weren't like posting that much like people would ask you about it i know and like the both of you and it just kind of i think it's nice to maybe have something to breathe some new breath into Ooh, like in the name i didn't even mean to do that but yeah i guess (laughs) (laughs) i guess um but yeah i think i think it'll be nice and fun and just a a cool thing to to do yeah it's also nice that like the studio is in our apartment it's very convenient. We could just pack up and leave. There's no excuse not to do it, There's, even though we found every excuse found not to do it for the, the past, past like, three couple weeks. weeks. <laughs> no, even but, today, I was like, Jimmy, we need to clean the house before we do that. Yeah. And now the house is spotless. It's very nice. Yes. It smells good. Yes, it does. But yeah. All right. Well, we're going to close out today's first episode with Melanie Spore. 
And uh, you'll hear from her next week. Um, and I'm super duper excited. But this is Mouth Breather Podcast, Season 5, Episode 9. My name is Jimmy again. And my name is Melanie Spore. And uh, don't forget to be good people. Pod on. And uh, like and share and subscribe and show this uh, episode to someone you think might like it. You know, and Listen uh, to it with your girlfriend. Yeah, totally. Or your boyfriend. Or whoever you love. Or your stuffed animal. Or your stepdad. Um, but anyway, uh, don't forget to pot on, and uh, we'll see you all next week. All right, see ya. Bye.